0: My name is Joe Painter and I am so happy to introduce a brand new series here on the People Chronicles. And the series is brought to you by Burke's Women in Crisis. It's called The Place You Start. And with me this afternoon is an associate director at Burke's Women in Crisis, Christine Gilfillan. Very nice to see you again, Christine.
1: Thank you so much. Thank it's you great to see you too. Yeah, and I'm so glad we're that not you on the radio anymore. No.
0: <laughs> There's that thing over there, but we get to say hello to you. Christine, you'll also be the host of this new series. Yes, for Burke's Women in Crisis. Yes. The place you start. Why that? Why is Burke's Women in Crisis the place you start and and start what?
1: That's a really good question. <laughs> we had a discussion about that. We had a discussion about how our goal for this series was to bring awareness to the services and the programs that we provide at Berks Women in Crisis. And we also discuss the fact that sometimes people in the community may view us as a shelter and a hotline with crisis services, Mm -hmm. but not be aware of the breadth of services and educational programs that we provide. So this is our 40th anniversary. Happy anniversary? Yes, yes. Really? 40 years, and we are engaged in a deliberate and planned series of events called the Healthy Village Project to bring awareness to everything that we do, Mm -hmm. including crisis services and beyond. So this podcast or um, video series is another Mm -hmm. way that we can get the word out to the community that we are crisis services and shelter and we're so much more. We're a place that you can start to learn about domestic violence, to learn about sexual assault, or to seek services before it becomes a crisis um, as well.
0: It's interesting when you say, um, learn about domestic violence or learn about sexual assault. That's kind of telling me, we might think domestic violence is one thing, Specifically, like tunnel visioned. well, if I'm punched, that's domestic violence, Mm -hmm.
1: but maybe there's more to it. There's a broader parameter. Is is that the case? That's absolutely the case. There's much more to it. There are many different behaviors or Mm -hmm. strategies or um, issues of abuse that people face that go beyond physical abuse. So you're Mm -hmm. right. Sometimes we narrowly define it if we are able to more broadly define it and get that information out to the community, other individuals or other people experiencing violence of that sort and other sorts may see us as a resource to turn to for counseling, for more information um, in addition to the crisis services that we've been well known for.
0: When you broaden the scope, um, there may be women living an experience that they think is normal and not realizing there's a different normal and what they're living could be leading down the wrong road, so to speak.
1: Right, or just that maybe there's a a gut feeling they have that something is not right or not going well with that relationship. But again, if it doesn't fall under those traditional parameters of what we think of as domestic violence or what, what is criminal behavior, they might not understand that there could be help available wherever they are. On that mm-hmm. spectrum of what they're experiencing, that help is available and information is available. Support Hence the place you
0: start to right. learn about this. Right. Do you work with children? We do, and on some levels, how, how do you work with children?
1: We do. We work, we, and for forty years, we've worked with the children who are with their mothers primarily. Uh-huh. Sometimes their fathers, but or a caregiver, but also, often their mothers in our shelter. So we've worked with them on a daily basis since we opened our shelter back in, I think it was 1980. Right. Um, And now we work with children in counseling as well. We -hmm. have a new project where we're working with child survivors of sexual assault, providing counseling for that specific group of children. So, yes. There's a big umbrella here at Brooks Women in Crisis. We also work with children in our educational programs. And Mm -hmm. since 1997... We've been doing educational programs for children and young people of all ages, from elementary school age up to college age. You
0: just talked about, um, and and you were very specific about years. Well, we started this in this year, and we started this in this year. So in the span of 40 years, you've grown... um, according to the needs as they presented themselves to serve this community? How how did you make those Mm -hmm. decisions to expand services or open this door and and
1: develop a program over here? That's a really great question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, according to the needs that are expressed by survivors and by victims Mm -hmm. coming in. Also, in 1994, I believe it was, we passed the Violence Against Women Act. And at that point, Dang, there congratulations. was... No, wait well, we a didn't minute. Pass are, it, are you telling me the, fe- a- the federal government passed the Violence Against Women Act. In what year? 1994.
0: That says a lot right there. Because mm-hmm. you're I'm thinking, I've lived a long time. I don't want to say how long before 1994. Mm-hmm. And up until then, it wasn't... We actually needed an act to let people know this isn't acceptable?
1: Well, primarily what that... Yes, it, it did that. But it also opened up government funding streams and government support for the needs of victims and survivors of these crimes or of these behaviors, even if they don't rise to the level of Mm -hmm. crime. So at that point, we'd already been around for almost 20 years. Wow. Garnering support as we went along, growing our programs as we could. We had growth before that, Mm -hmm. but that was kind of a turning point in terms of the acknowledgement by the federal government. Right that this was an issue that we were all responsible for. It became political. But it also opened up streams of support and funding to be able to grow our services. Which is huge. Legal services, additional counseling services, additional crisis response services. And that's grown over the years. So while here in, in Reading,
0: Burke's Women in Crisis has specific f- facilities, but what you offer is much more than a safe house. Or a safe place, Mm -hmm. it sounds like. In the 40 years, in your experience, Christine, has um, education, awareness, reaction, um, behaviors of people in this community where you're serving changed a bit? Has there been some enlightenment?
1: Absolutely.
0: You're seeing growth and more people jumping on board?
1: Absolutely. Good. We've always had tremendous community support, but... Mm -hmm. It has grown over the years. Great. And when we instituted educational programs, that was in 1997. So as our programs expanded and our profile in the community expanded, perhaps we were touching more people with our right. programs. Right. That support grew as well. And now we have a tremendous amount of community support. We wouldn't, it's not about all about the government funding. We wouldn't survive without that community support as well. And also the community collaboration. So, another thing that the opening funding streams encourage is more community collaboration. So, our collaborations with law enforcement and oh, the healthcare okay. community, all of that spreads the word and um, brings more people into our services as we work with those. So, folks. connections are being made mm-hmm. with people
0: who need the services.
1: With people who need the services, and also with other providers of services that we need to work with to make sure that all of the survivors or the victims' needs are met.
0: Right. How long have you been with Bewick? I say BWIC. That's a, our friendly, loving term for Women BWIC. in Crisis. Yeah, yeah. I should
1: say that. I've been an employee since
0: 2001. Since 2001. And mm-hmm. that's, I can only imagine it, it could be um, draining work. Mm-hmm. You're dealing sometimes, not always, but sometimes with... Um, tragic situations or or a lot of stressful, very stressful situations. So what keeps you coming back? It's got to be exhausting.
1: It it can be. Mm -hmm. Um, We we acknowledge that, and we do our best to put pieces in place to help people as they do the work, as, as all other crisis responders do. Correct. But I think what keeps me coming back and what keeps a lot of people coming back is a commitment. To What's your the commitment? mission or to the goal of well, the ultimate commitment would be to a society where this violence no longer occurs. Mm. That's a lofty goal. I want to say know, it's attainable. Do you see that as attainable? I see it as attainable if we all get on board. A lot of things need to happen in order for that sure. to happen. But I see sure. it. We have to believe it's attainable someday. Right. But in the meantime, it's about the. Sometimes it's about the individual people that we're able to assist every day or about when you see the light bulb go on in the head of a young person who now understands more about the issues or about what constitutes a healthy relationship. I feel like you're empowering women.
0: When you talk about light bulbs going off Mm -hmm. and changes, you're empowering women to Mm -hmm. take charge of their own life. And, and, and we should be really
1: clear. We should be really clear. Also, that 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 is the goal. That is what oh. we do. We we okay. operate on an empowerment model. So it, it's really about bringing the resources together, the support, the safety planning, mm-hmm. and then helping people to make helping survivors to make their own decisions about how they want to move forward with their lives. So that's that's why we do it. That's also right. very. We've all been there some in some way, in some way, yes. shape or form. We've yes. been there. So.
0: But you left it with and and help the women make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. So you're not telling anybody what to do, no, or what they should do. You're just giving them the information.
1: Giving them the information, uh, perhaps giving them um, tools, tools, mm-hmm. support as they make those decisions. Helping them to work through what might happen. Not that we ever know for sure, but right, right, to kind of visualize the right right, because in a domestic violence situation you're disempowered, yeah. Um, And as women in a world that is um, more male-dominated, speaking of women as a group, we've been disempowered, so yeah, empowerment is what it's all about.
0: I have to bring so. up males, though, quickly. And I know mm-hmm. we're running out of time, and, and I want you to. I'm anxious to, to hear the stories of all of your guests. But males have been brought into the fold at Brooks Women in Crisis. I know that you've done Absolutely. a number of events in the community, and men are really jumping on board and saying, no, this is not acceptable, and supporting the entire mission. They are,
1: and we also serve male victims. I want to be really oh. clear about that. Not all victims of domestic violence are women, the majority are, mm-hmm. but we serve male victims as well. It would be the same empowerment approach I never thought of that actually so yes we serve yeah. male victims that's yeah. that's an area of outreach that needs to grow quite mm-hmm. frankly and also there are men so many men who are committed to the cause coming into the fold to do stand yes. alongside us as we do the work or be our staff members right. or our board members right. all of that
0: I'm looking forward to this series, Christine. It's called The Place You Start, brought to you by Burke's Women in Crisis, celebrating 40 years, so happy anniversary. Thank you. And grateful for the work that you're doing in the community and making a difference. So if you want to make a difference, this is The Place You Start. Come back each week for a new story with your host, Christine Gilfillan. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you for tuning in to The Place You Start. We have guests stopping by each week. Check in again for more stories at BerksWomenInCrisis.org. And be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter.